0: Hello everyone and welcome to the You Collective Pathmakers Podcast. You Collective Pathmakers Podcast feature individuals who are inspired to create their own path and overcome different challenges along the way. And these pathmakers are unique, courageous, inspirational and they're individuals who really care about the impacts that they're, they're making around them. We've featured many interesting individuals from various industries to date, and today I'm really delighted to have Sarah Mara uh, joining us. Sarah, thanks for joining You Collective.
1: Hi, Joyce. Uh, thanks for having me.
0: So let's start with your path and who you are
1: All right. Sure. So I'm the global strategic product uh, for the global liquidity and cash management for HSBC. So basically, I develop and commercialize cutting edge payment solutions for corporate clients uh, operating in the diverse uh, legal jurisdictions. Um, And I'm currently working for the head office here in London. Um, So maybe to give a a bit of a background, um, I graduated with a bachelor in finance and management. And then I immediately started my career in the oil and gas sector following half of uh, my family path. Then I quickly realized it wasn't the best fit for me. So I moved to French bank and worked as account manager for retail customers And precisely at that time, I started shaping my career aspirations, and I realized how important it was for me to work with people. In 2008, I had the opportunity to join HSBC Algeria as a sales support, helping the relationship managers to um, enable corporate customers uh, with electronic payment platform. I spent around four years at learning how to help corporate customers to optimize their cash and, and payment and deal with you know challenging regulations by time. And at the same time, I managed to uh, get my MBA from a French Symposium Business School. Um, and, and the interesting bit in here. Um, I was an introvert, I'm still an introvert, but the MBA was instrumental, giving me the, I would say, the confidence to take risk and pursue my career abroad. So in 2012, I moved to HSBC Dubai, um, where I have been appointed as the Regional Client Service Manager for financial uh, institution and insurance companies, uh, customers. I spent around six years and a half of an entertaining and eye-opening mix of head, heart, and hustle. Um, I moved between many countries within the Middle East, uh, just to name some of them, Um, Egypt, Kuwait, Bahrain, um, and so on. Uh, I learned new languages, um, new business models, I got exposure to different cultures. I also dealt with um, a rapidly changing technological development uh, in the banking and and payment industry where I needed to remain current uh, on emerging trend. So I applied at that time for many fintech courses. Um, Yeah, so now now here I am. A year ago, I moved to London uh, working for the global team.
0: Well, Sarah, that's an amazing summary of your path to date. Um, you know, before we dive into how you made these decisions along your along the way, um, just tell us more about your experience working um, in you know very complex jurisdictions, as you described. You know, whether it's Algeria, Egypt, Dubai. Um, you know, most of us think about fintech we think about fintech in the UA, US, UK, or Asia, your experience have given you something that most people don't understand. So tell us about that experience and um, you know how that shaped you and uh, what you learned.
1: Sure. So I would say one thing um, I realized within time is to be aware and remain relevant. Um, I would say the ecosystem is different right uh, the maturity level um, of the technological framework is different uh, from Middle East North Africa uh, comparing to a UK or, or USA. Um, but it was um, still important um, for us as an individual working in a bank to, you know, be aware and involved on in what's going on and be proactive. Um, so I've adopted a proactive approach um, where, um, you know, I've subscribed for newsletter, um, I participated in workshops, and I would say being a millennial um, is a blessing. Because we have access to information in real time um, and most of the time it's free so we we, we have a variety of careers sorry n- n- career choice um you know to shift between um digital work or you know the, the 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 banking work you used to do um yesterday is completely different from from today so I would say is um Being aware, really, on what's going on around you. Uh, And information is available today uh, in real time, in anywhere. So just take advantage of that.
0: Okay, great. And just on the topic of, you know, being aware and for yourself, um, you had tremendous international experience in various markets. I think most people don't even know how to navigate in one of the many markets that you've worked in what has given you the courage to find your path? Because you also mentioned that uh, you know, your family is oil and gas and um, you decided that that's not your thing and you wanted to do something different. So what gives you the courage to find your path?
1: Very interesting question. Um, so I would answer this question in twofold. So I grew up having uh, an entrepreneur father. So at a very young age, I witnessed my father seizing opportunities, um, starting from scratch, um, beaten by taxes, and, and never giving up. So, and, and at that time, um, my country plunged into civil war, and despite the hardship uh, he had to face, he was always doing his best at giving us the best life we could have, and fighting for his vision of prosperous environment for his kids. So he every time taught me how how to cultivate resilience, be to ter- be determined and, and never doubt my worth. Um, the second fault, I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to have a mentor. So to me, it's a safe space, um, you know, a judgment-free kind of thing where you can say everything and seek guidance. So my, my mentors um, have changed my life and the way I handled my career. Um it's a it's a true eye opener. So for a long time I thought I only need to, you know, be a head down and and work hard. Um but with the help of my mentors, I I shifted the paradigm and look now I look beyond uh the self circle.
0: That's amazing. Um and um you know, when you make decisions um whether in life or in career, what is your decision making process like? Because a lot of times when we make a decision, it's multidimensional. There are a lot of uncertainties.
1: Yeah, sure. So I would say I've got a kind of a framework um, with with pillars. It's, it's a bit too much structured by time, um, maybe because sometimes I'm a control freak. Um, but I do adopt a proactive approach. So I know at a certain point of time I would need to uh, deal with you know um, a decision on it either you know get promotion or a career shift maybe. So to me it's like driving a car, right? So you have to know where you are going. Um, so you would either use a map or a GPS navigator. And and because you know the place you are heading to, you have already the plan in mind. So to me, plan is the first thing you need to have. You need to write it down, um, include all your criteria. So to me, for example, I, I need to know uh, what would be the business I would like to work for, uh, what would be my value within the team, uh, where is the position itself, and the, the, the boss, the person I would work for. And and it's important to update it regularly, and and the reason why I'm saying that, I just realized within times, um, you know, along those years um my my priorities has changed so what was um you know um important to me um yesterday it's not the case any it. it's not the case um t- today so we have to to be open minded while you know um writing our plan and then I would move to um the the model success. So, I lead by example in general, um, even in, in my personal life. Um, I have people around me who are phenomenal uh, and successful. So, I reach out whenever I can to them to find out how they do it, what they're doing. Um, I check their LinkedIn profile. I'm extremely active in LinkedIn. Um, it's It's such a a force over there. Um, And I try to map my career to them. Um, And I'm not afraid to say it, I do copy people uh, who are successful. Um, I would also say is taking risk. Um, And what I realized, I was much more resourceful than I thought when I took risk. Um, And the last but not least, and I've already mentioned that, is mentor and sponsorship. I would say if we go to normal life right uh, whenever we are encountering a dilemma what would be the first thing we do um, I would ask for help or guidance that's for sure um, or for example when you need to book a hotel um, you would check the reviews right so it's the same thing for my career I surround myself with mentor and sponsors who know me enough and are willing to support me
0: that's great um, let's let's kind of shift gears and talk about something that you mentioned before which is that your father taught you about resilience and being resilient describe to us in your own words what does that mean being resilient because i have found that among a lot of our pathmakers here you you collective in different ways and shapes these individuals as pathmakers are resilient and uh, again, in your view, how would you describe that to people?
1: I would say it's it's a small definition. Um, it's bringing the best of yourself in your worst moment, right? Um, and it happened to me within the years. Um, as I said, um, I came from um, uh, North Africa, from Algeria. Um, I belong to a family a kind of conservative, uh, where I would. You know, belong to home. Um, It's within within my family. It's very rare to see um, girls and women uh, studying abroad or even uh, pursuing their career abroad. Um, I had my dad who supported me, um, but it was never easy. Uh, So I had to, um, you know, cultivate. Resilience. Um, I, I had to not. I wouldn't say to be tough, uh, but to thrive during mm. uh, those moments, um, and then within the career, um, being uh, you know a woman um, who moved to Middle East uh, by myself. Um, again, it wasn't easy. Um, I worked in Egypt during um, you know the uh, president's uh, release in 2015. Again, it wasn't easy, but I had to be resilient. I had to uh, show to the office every day. Um, I had to bring results um, And I would say it's the faith. Um, you have and um, your worth. I mean, you know you you know your worth, so you will never doubt yourself. It's um, kind of um, a mix of the self-doubt, I and mean, you have to keep it aside. Um, you have to shut those uh, small voices in, in your mind and and keep going.
0: Excellent. Um, you know, as we close out this interview, um, and you you worked in fintech or financial for a very long time, and. Um, You're really doing a lot of cutting-edge things um, at your firm. What excites you about fintech these days? What kind of topics do you you track?
1: I would say everything. Everything, really. Um, And the interesting bit... I wasn't that um, interested in tech before uh, until the time I got married. So My husband is a digital marketer, so he got me into um, somehow. Um, and it started in 2014. I, I couldn't stop. Um, but I, well, what I like most about this new era of technology is how we're transforming the business model for corporate and how are we transforming our own lives. I mean... the the, the the way i see it is how my parents used to deal with a bank in the past right and how i'm dealing with a bank as a as a retail customer as be, being a customer myself and this you know um sh- we are shifting the paradigm of yeah. um, you know um payments um you are bringing everything together in one time to the customer where you know, they they used to go to the branch. They used to spend time. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's very exciting.
0: And Sarah, um, you know, for um, so we we have audience uh, from around the world listening to you collective, and a lot of them are young uh, students. What would you, what what would be the advice that you share with? Um, this young audience uh, from afar, whether maybe from Algeria, maybe from Middle East, maybe from other other markets where they are trying to form their own views about themselves and their view of where their career and, and life will take them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a saying in French, but I will give the um, English translation where we say experience is the best teacher. Um, so seek help uh, from people. Um, you would be amazed how much people would be happy to help. Um, what I realized within time, people do things to help others because it makes them feel good about themselves. So why would I deprive people from feeling good about themselves? Um, and uh, uh, the interesting bit, as human, we thrive when we connect Right. So it opens up a world of opportunities. So networking is not only to get a promotion. Right. So it's um, opening your mind to new ideas, um, sharing sites, tips, uh, tools. So it's helpful at every level of uh, our career. Um, And. I recently attended a workshop of Andy Byrd, author of The Inspired Leader, and um, maybe I will close by his quote, um, he's saying, the crucial source of our emotional energy is our contact with other people. We must find time to be with our family, friends, and the colleagues we find most positive and supportive. The more we invest in building generous and compassionate relationships with others, the more we will enjoy the benefits ourselves.
0: Well, Sarah, let's end there. Thank you so much for your insights and your perspective. And uh, uh, we wish you the best uh, in your career. And uh, we'll we'll welcome you back and you, Collective, to share your next major milestones.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me again.